Hi guys, my name's Adele Onyango and welcome to another episode of Legally Clueless. No, seriously, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. So first and foremost, thank you to you who has been listening to each and every episode on this podcast. When I started the podcast, it was from a place of frustration, of feeling like I'm the only one who doesn't have my shit figured out, feeling like I'm the only one who's battling this, that, and the other, and to see it grow to be the space where we can just be vulnerable and be united in our vulnerabilities, a space where there's just so much love. It's just so amazing to me, honestly. So um, yeah, I want to thank giving note also because i've just been like binge listening to kagwe mungai he's a kenyan artist his debut album is out it's called spectrum and one of the songs is called ogopa mungu and he did this viral video for it where he was asking people what they're thankful for so yeah that kind of put me in this mood but still on with the thanks big shout out to kolekile who was our guest in the last episode it's just such a ball of such good energy right and everybody who listened and shared the feedback thanks but i realized i didn't even tell you about my ethiopia trip so yeah that that was my first time in ethiopia it was really fun and i went when it was really close to their easter weekend and i say that because they operate on a completely different calendar so when i went which is just like last week but one they were in september 2011 yes it was 2011 because i was telling guys i'm like 22 all over again so that was really cool I didn't try any of their food because the first time I went to an Ethiopian restaurant here in Nairobi, I got really bad food poisoning. So I was just scarred for life. I was just living on fries, pizza, and pasta while I was in Ethiopia. But yeah, I had a really good time. I went out on one of the nights. Ethiopians really love hip-hop, which was quite interesting to find out because I'm a music person. So it was quite interesting to find out. But I really made use of the Translate app because most people in Ethiopia speak Amharic and not English and your girl knows no Amharic (laughs) in fact the only word I came back knowing is ish something like that which means okay or yes but for the first two days I thought everybody was like shooing me away (laughs) but it was a really fun trip but I have to go back and like do touristy things so I can come back with better stories for you while I was in Ethiopia so I went on Tuesday morning and the Monday night before I was with my friend and her dad was in in hospital so we were all at the hospital keeping our company until like about 11 p.m and then when I went on Tuesday morning to Ethiopia Tuesday 5 p.m we got the news that unfortunately he had passed away so I started journaling because I, I I travel with a notebook journaling just helps reduce the chaos in my mind so just try and understand where my mind was and and what emotions had been triggered because every time someone close to me loses someone it has this weird ripple effect on me which is so strange and then half the time i'm trying to understand this ripple effect trying to be there for the person and not being able to articulate what this death has brought up in me so it took me back to the first time someone close to me lost someone and that was val who was on the podcast a couple of episodes ago my best friend of over like 15 years and i remember being at the funeral mass for her mom really like telling myself to hold it together hold it together like keep it together you've got to be strong for her like you've got to you know be on hand if you needed to be sent to do abcd so you have to be like close to a hundred okay and at the end of it you know when you go and you just greet all the family members and you say
say sorry to them i broke down you guys i broke down so badly even my big shades couldn't help i just oh my god i still remember i broke down so badly and i remember getting to val and honestly my best friend is just amazing she told me what are you crying about um and i was so in between like bawling my eyes out and just smiling and trying to hold it together to her but i still remember that moment and just being like what the hell is happening i I didn't expect to break down like this. So coming from that, I was very, you know, on edge for this particular funeral for this friend who recently lost her dad because I was like, I don't want a repeat of that. I want to be 100% there. I want to be strong for her and her family when they need things. I want to be able to get those things quickly. And so first, the funeral mass was at the church that I used to go to with my late mom. And it only hit me when I arrived that I hadn't been at that church since my mom's funeral mass. So I was just like, oh man, hold it together. So throughout that mass, it was okay. You know, I was with Val and my husband, so that was good. And we were there and present for the family and gave support. And I was like, oh my God, I held it together. And then we had to travel um, about four hours away for the actual burial which was this past weekend. And again, throughout the mass there, okay, we were a bit late, but I was okay. And I was with three other friends. And then, you know, we after the mass, you walk a short distance to where the burial is going to take place. And, you know, I'm holding it together. In fact, one of my other friends who cries very easily was already crying. And so I was comforting her and like, I was holding it all together. At least I thought. But I could feel a bit weak in my legs. I can't even explain it to you guys. Like, I could feel a bit like weak. So I was like, I had breakfast or what is it like? My energy levels? What's happening? Then the time came for us to, the family put their wreaths and we then had had to put our flowers on the grave and there was a nice usher just giving out flowers to everybody and I told a friend of mine I don't think I can get close to the grave I don't know I was like I can't I can't get close to the grave but then I was like I've come this far and I've been okay so I have to get close to there because that's where my friend was and you know we wanted to hold her hand we wanted to be in the moment with her and she's just lost her dad so I went and I put my my rose in and you know comforted my friend then we stood near the the grave and I just feel like this ticking time bomb inside of me and then somebody remarked came to us and I was holding it together you know that moment where all it needs is like one person to say one thing and you're tears are out one person said we're leaving but we'll come tomorrow because we know how hard it's gonna get from now on and that was the trigger and i the water works <laughs> i just started crying but this one was a bit different from like val's mom's funeral because i knew exactly why i was crying and maybe it's time has made me more in touch with my emotions and I can figure out now where exactly they're coming from. And so I was crying because this friend of mine who I love was going to be going through something so difficult for the rest of her life. I knew that it was not going to end here. I was crying because I knew how heavy and difficult and emotionally draining this journey is and that it only begins after that and i i felt so bad and you know val and i are always talking about how we would never wish the death of a loved one on even our greatest enemies and it's so true like i would not wish it on anyone and so that's where i'm very aware that's where my tears were coming from just knowing that here i am seven years after burying my mom and 
still those emotions pop up and just f me over and just being like man it doesn't get easier it just is very different it's very different and i don't think you ever adjust to it because you've for for over two decades three decades even you've lived with this person i mean they gave life to you and then they're gone i don't think you can ever adjust to that but i'm gonna end this podcast on what was there was a quote on the funeral program that made a lot of sense and it said life ends but love doesn't and i guess that's why we feel the pain because it was we love It, it it doesn't end it manifests occasionally through this pain yeah so um well that's the bittersweet of it grief there's all of this external triggers that just set it in motion but hey i don't know i guess this is the name of this podcast i'm really clueless about how grief evolves but i'll keep sharing on the episodes and we'll just figure out how it does together if you want to share your thoughts on this episode remember we have a podcast hotline number you can just record a voice note and send it to me via whatsapp the number is plus two five four seven six eight six two eight seven nine zero and i've also just recently opened an instagram page yes we are growing we are trying (laughs) and all you have to do is go into instagram and search legally clueless podcast follow just to keep updated on when a new episode goes up and everything around legally clueless and that's it for this episode of legally clueless you can share this podcast with your friends you can keep it for yourself i'm not judging just make sure you're here next week for the next episode